Hello, welcome back to the EcoTalk podcast. My name is Angela. I mean, my name is Gianna. Angela actually won't be with he- here us with us today because she is um, in traffic currently. Um, yeah, I'm Mabel. I'll be uh, stealing all of Angela's lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Angela, so- but without the Angela. Yeah, yeah, it's um, Angela 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> the second edition. <laughs> we'll also be having a very special guest if you haven't already noticed. Um, I was about to say Miss Preventure, Kiara. Woo! <laughs> Probably the most talented person I know, too. Um, and yeah, they are here with us to discuss different diets and how they play a part in the climate crisis. Also, our personal experiences and some tips. Um, I'm very happy to be here. And um, <laughs> going vegan has definitely affected um, my like big passion for culinary arts. So uh, like, I'm excited to talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> so there'll be a total of seven sections, more or less, I'm not sure. And also, as of recording, it's April 22nd. Earth Day. Yo, what if we all yeah. whisper in the mic at the same time, Earth Day? Harmonize? Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Earth Day. <laughs> yeah, so happy Earth Day, everyone. So if you want to be eco-friendly and continue to care and nurture for our Earth, then keep on tuning into these podcasts. And also take uh, some of the tips we give you and some of the knowledge and use it to your best ability to help participate in saving the earth and remember always do you you don't need to feel pressure to re, uh, replicate what someone else is doing to be eco-friendly oh by the way we'll be talking about diets if i didn't ma- mention that we're talking about the plant-based diet and different diets out there and how they affect the environment also just putting some uh fun food recipes and we're basically just gonna talk about food so who's hungry let's talk about it so first of all what diet do does everyone i guess subscribe to so do you eat meat are you pescatarian vegan vegetarian maybe uh let's try to talk about it what it means and also why we chose that eating lifestyle okay um i guess i'll go first so um i definitely stay more towards um the vegans like the, uh, the vegan diet side um meaning i don't eat any kind of meat but occasionally sometimes whenever my parents um buy sushi for like a special event i i i, I can't resist it i i just can't come on same, same, same. That, that that good crap but um yeah like um the reason why I, I so sometimes I do go pescatarian, and the reason why I, I do that is because I mean I don't want to restrict myself so much and just hold myself back. And um, but also the my main reason why I did go vegan was just because um, I noticed before I used to binge a whole lot on just like meat dishes, which was just so bad for my health. And um, I even got traumatized once. Um, <laughs> so here's Jeez. a story for you. <laughs> here's a story for you. Um, we ordered um, Hawaiian um, barbecue or something like that, Hawaiian food, and there was like a chicken katsu, and oh my gosh, that chicken was so raw. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And I did not want to eat it, like eat, eat that stuff after all. So I mean, um, always make sure to cook your chicken fully. That is, <laughs> please, big please, the only acceptable meat to eat that's raw is fish fish yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but um yeah definitely i mean like i would say like going on this weekend diet has actually helped me become more um aware of like um 
my food waste because even when I make food I try to use as much of like the product as I can and um once we get to recipes I can definitely talk about that more but yeah that's what I have to say <laughs> yeah oh that's good yeah and I think you bring up a good point to like not restrict yourself which we'll probably talk about a lot in this podcast so for me I okay I would say that I'm mainly pescatarian because I eat fish and like sushi because that's pro probably uh, one of my main sources of protein along with uh, I guess eggs too I'm not fully uh, vegan you could I'm not but I do enjoy trying v vegan uh, vegan recipes also more vegetarian recipes so my range is kind of vegan pescatarian like I'm not super restricted where oh I only eat pescatarian foods can't eat vegan foods can't eat meat full meat foods I kind of just like trying different stuff i'm still uh kind of trying some things new why i kind of er wanted to do this was because i kind of was noticing how um a lot of the meat industries and also factory farming and how it was negatively affecting the environment especially with climate change and how if i can control my diet and since i'm also helping control climate change if that makes sense because it's such a um, eminent cause for it it's all it's like more more than transportation all forms of transportation and so i was like oh wow this is something that i can definitely control and plus for me personally a lot of people say but what about me you can't taste me and i was like for me um those like meat replacers i maybe it's just me but they taste exactly the same I don't know what to say. Like, I, I think with the right seasoning, you can chef kiss. Seasoning. Seasoning is very important. Never never, un never eat your food unseasoned, please. <laughs> yeah. By donating $1, you can give seasoning to one home a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a single speck of pepper. <laughs> that's, that's all you have your rations. Personally, I don't really have a diet. I just kind of eat whatever. But I try to balance my meals. With the exception of like the 21 total pizza rolls I might have eaten. <laughs> Eat whatever makes you happy, man. Yeah. Honestly, I think there's a sale on it too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Eat what makes you happy. So I think next is, um, next session, okay, just, just clamor, this one's gonna be long, but the other ones are gonna be more light and just happy. So this one, we're, in section two, we're gonna be talking about how different foods actually affect the environment. And this is actually a main reason why I actually was like, oh, wow, this is so pivotal. I'm gonna try to limit my meat or specifically beef, um, hint, hint. And um, food releases um, a greenhouse gas called methane, which is actually more than, which is more powerful than CO2 into the atmosphere. It's also, methane is also released by cows and other animals, specifically- Headphone warning. Cows. Warning ASMR. <laughs> so if I'm if we're talking about emissions, so fruits and vegetables have low emissions, which makes sense. Um, poultry and eggs um, st have less emissions, and then generally meats meats are pretty high up there. However, something I want to mention is that beef and sheep are just in their own league. Like I'm sorry, oh my gosh, they emit so much CO2 and methane it's crazy like oh, i wish i could show my hands right now let's say pig is here and then i don't know 
beef is just in a different galaxy at this point. Like, seriously, it emits so much CO2. And this is because the reason's kind of funny to me, but it's because they fart and burp a lot. Because um, when they burp, when they release gas, it, it it exerts the greenhouse gas and methane into the atmosphere. And so obviously this makes sense. Humans do the same when they burp and fart. I also want to mention that Something that also surprised me is the amount of coffee and chocolate that releases more emissions than pigs, which is kind of crazy because pigs are meat. But the reason for this is deforestation. It's not just the food itself. It's also all of the factors that go into it that makes the emissions so high. So first is the distribution and that it has to have a lot of packaging and transportation and selling. So that's why overcomes transportation because it uses transportation as just a single factor. And then there's animal feed. And so this is growing livestock. And this takes up a lot of land, specifically indigenous land as well. And then also the farming process. This is probably a big factor. Um, it has a lot of deforestation and the fertilizers emit a lot of greenhouse gas. And then land use. So this is probably one of the biggest factors as well because this is raising animals and uh, land. They uh, deforest the trees and the plants. And so this is very unethical. As you mentioned before about like the, the cows and stuff, I think it, that's just so interesting how like a lot of like the gases just literally come from their, like, their, their, you know. Yeah. Excess, excess products. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Like, I was, like, you, it's kind of funny, but, yeah, I was, like, kind of cracking up. I was like, wow, that's gonna end the world, fart. Sad. That's the downfall of humanity. That's, like, such, that's, like, literally such a big meme. Like, like, it's it, like yeah. a story but, a fifth grader would make. Yeah. Like, and the world ended because of farts from a cow. Yeah. But yeah, that's like really like the sad thing because it's actually like for real. Mm -hmm. um, but also like to touch on like the the stuff about um, cows and all the stuff, milk. I remember a, a while ago um, watching this video of how they handled cows on dairy farms, and it was just absolutely so disgusting and so abusive, and like. Um, yeah, that video really traumatized me. So like, honestly, just if you were able to just switch your kind of milk, that could like that already is a good contribution. And I definitely think, um, you know, as I say, and like, um, try to discover the joy of soy milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you're still not convinced, well, um, plant derived milks uh, still contribute. Uh, um, still contribute to an intake of the food groups by providing calcium, vitamin, like um, a variety of um, vitamins, iron, zinc, um, iron, zinc, plant-based milks, or just like non-dairy milks. Like um, you can try or like soy milk, um, rice milk, um, oat milk, and even nut milks. And um, my personal favorite, oat milk. Have you guys tried any? Yeah, of oat milk's my favorite too. My, that, yeah, oat milk's my favorite for sure. I like the I like to get the vanilla flavor because yeah, it's it tastes really good, and yeah, I like it a lot more because the thing about cow's milk is cow's milk gets bad really easy, and oh, there's nothing worse than like raw milk. Cow Drinking something from a cow's body that was meant for a cow baby is also not the most appetizing thing for me. Yeah, oat milk is very like. 
like I, I, don't, I forgot what, what brand it was, but I found this one at Target and I tried it for the first time. It was so creamy and just food waste that is created. Um, I think food waste is the most unbelievably sad problem in the world. 40% of the food in the US alone doesn't get eaten, which is kind of crazy. And it's, I think the problem is, is that we don't get food to people who need it and people who don't need it waste the food and that's just quite disheartening because it's such a simple problem that like we just need to get food to people who need it because we have so much wasted food it's literally like trashing three 300 turkeys a day at your school and there's just so many of these people just throwing full-on bags of food into the trash and I was like, oh, that hurts my heart so badly. And I'm like, that, you're, you're, you're literally wasting like food. Like it, it, it might not taste the best, but then why would you buy it in the first place? Like if it's a piece of food that, or like um, a food product that you really don't need or think that you're even gonna eat fully, just don't get it. Yeah, because or give it, it to someone else. Cause you know, yeah. I'm always hungry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, but like something that I've learned to do, especially when I have extra food um, and I don't know where to put it, I just put it in my backpack and bring it home and then put it in the pantry or the fridge and save it for later because I like I it's perfectly good food. And so if I can't give it to someone, then I'll just save it for later. Um, I also I found I saw this show called on best uh, on Netflix. It's called like Best Leftovers Ever or something like that. They literally take like just full on like leftover food that you can easily just find like in the fridge and they just turn it into like a brand new dish and i was like this is like really good because they're not wasting any kind of food they literally turn food that they had from like yesterday or like two days ago and like just turns into something new and fresh and i'm like this is something that i want to see people do more of instead of just like trashing their food because i mean like you get i mean hey you get delicious food you are creative and also you're not contributing to food waste <laughs> Yeah, that you know that kind of reminds me of. I feel like rice is an amazing food because even when rice is two days old or even like pretty old, you can always like make it into fried rice. <laughs> or it's just like, like your Filipino parents or something just watching over you, like rice, rice. Yeah. Like I feel like what I always have. We always have so much r rice from anything and I either like I'm like oh okay I'll make this into fried rice oh I'll make this into garlic rice I'll make this into coconut rice like I don't know rice is such a good staple because it goes with everything and it's you can even make it into a, a rice porridge like arisgado and it's a global food in every culture yeah and like um just to give a little tease to some recipes actually like sometimes you know whenever sometimes you cook the rice I can get like a little bit too soggy because you might have added too much water. Yeah, that happens to me. I have to measure with my thumb. Mm -hmm. Like something that you can actually do is just um, take like take like some squishy rice or even if it's normal rice, just put into a bowl and then just pour some water or if it already is quite liquidy, just keep just mash it up and then you have rice mochi and you can like sprinkle like breadcrumbs on it or you can like crush up a cookie and put that on top of the rice mochi and it just it's so good and it's like like such a great way to like use like leftover rice or even rice that might have gone bad yeah i feel like this is kind of off topic but i was thinking about it like if i go to college like or if i have to move out or something i think the one thing that i'd want to bring with me is like 
probably like a rice cooker because oh. like that you could make so many meals with that yeah also like portion control because the u.s as we know has crazy portion control if you look at like mcdonald's i was i said mcdominoes <laughs> mcdonald's and like their giant big macs like yeah. really but the thing is the human bot i mean like little kids cannot consume all that food and so that creates a lot of waste in itself and so i think just creating more portion control is one big step so i heard something about if you get a smaller plate it tricks your mind into thinking the plates more full also cute also like small bowls and small plates are just really cute <laughs> i know i know it yeah i yeah and then also uh last thing wait i think last thing is I want to talk about like single-use plastic. So you really want to try to minimize single-use plastic. And that's something that's one of the, the big problems in our society is that that's so regulated where it's just like, oh, here's a plastic bag. But you kind of, as an individual, you need to learn the power of no. Like sometimes I get kind of embarrassed because I'm always like, oh, I'm fine. I'll just carry it. Because when you really can just carry it, then you can just carry it. Or try to bring your own like reusable bag to if you're ever going shopping yeah for sure for sure and um another thing to talk uh top off that single-use plastic stuff um of course everybody like is now was of even more aware that like um plastic water bottles are bad and like that's where the whole metal straws thing comes from but i just would like to say metal straws aren't the solution because you can literally drink stuff without a, with, without any kind of straw and like just know that like the manufacturing process of those straws still takes a lot of power and creates a lot of like waste so um good for you uh, it's, it's like good for you for like you know using a metal straw but just please know that that isn't the best thing to use just 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 drink the drink, please. Yeah, I think a lot of times we get into this like idea that, oh, I need to buy this because this is eco-friendly. But I think it's important to use what you have and only buy it when you really like need it or you feel like it's a necessity and be beneficial to you. Like, I think we sometimes, like, I sometimes get caught up in this, like, oh, that's eco-friendly. I'll buy it. With food waste, um, there comes a lot of wasted resources because this is also another reason why I was like, okay, yeah, I need to change my ways was because of the amount of resources put into a single, like, pound of beef. It's like 2,000 gallons of water. Mm -hmm. And then if that beef is... E and sometimes that beef is even like wasted like burgers are just completely thrown into the garbage and this goes for other foods as well like many because all foods need to um take a lot of resources especially water like especially water i think beef gets too much hype sometimes over party hashtag beef is over party everyone tweet that or put that on your story yeah hashtag, yes hashtag <laughs> beef, beef needs to take a what was I gonna say? But Mabel actually brought remind me of something. Something that I kind of have is a policy. Like, I don't like to mention my diets like to everyone. Like, hey, yo, guys, I'm a pescatarian. <laughs> like, like, if someone, because if someone makes me food and let's say it has like beef in it or like chicken or something, I'll still eat it because like um, I feel just for That's me. Free food. Yeah, <laughs> it's free food, but it's also like that person took the time to make something for you and so out of respect i'll always eat 
food that I'm that get I'm given to. Wait, what? What? But yeah, for mm. me personally, everyone does it differently. Like some people are like strict, strict, strict. Like no mess up, no mess up. Like don't be so hard on yourself. For me, like. Sometimes I'll have a little bit of meat here and there. Like if I'm at a relative's house and they give me food, I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to eat your food because I love, because just like out of respect. Okay, with that being said, I think we're going to move on to section four, which is what are the pros and cons of your diet? So basically, what have you, what are, have been some kind of uh, challenges? What have been some successes? And yeah. Uh, okay, so um, as I kept on saying, don't like as we, uh, you know, actually not, not me, not just me, as like we've all been saying, like, um, don't restrict yourself. That was something that I've, that I actually did in the past, like when I first started going into, because I jumped right into it. I didn't do any kind of research, and I just didn't really know anything about like what kind of like foods are like like what kind of plant based foods are like provide food groups, and I didn't do that, so then I was missing out on a lot, and you know that of course had like a really bad um, effect on my health. So that's definitely like a con if like of like the, of like a vegan diet is that. If you don't know what you're doing necessarily, it can lead to really bad effects. Like, like, yeah, like if you don't get enough protein, how are you gonna like? And like for someone like me who really likes to, who really wants to build muscle, how am I gonna even build muscle if I don't have that source of protein? And so it was just like super unhealthy. But um, but like the pros of it is that uh, of course a pro of being a uh, going on a vegan diet is that. Um, of course, you being more eco-friendly, and that like um, just that self-awareness is already so like con- like contributes so much. And um, but like yeah, as I said before, like or as like it's been mentioned before, like a personal challenge is that um, trying like not be, uh, like, try, like um, balancing and also just not being so tempted to eat like um beef all the time because like i mean like have y'all seen those like um like like korean barbecues oh my gosh Mm, oh my gosh whoa those are so hard um but yeah that's just a challenge i'm like sometimes i'm just like dang i i I got this block of tofu let's see how i can season it (laughs) so i i mean i guess that kind of is a success as well just like being like a success is definitely being able to turn a plain block of tofu into like something that literally tastes like a piece of barbecue chicken from like a Korean um, barbecue place. But um, yeah, yeah, as I mentioned before, that is also still a challenge because I mean like the time it takes to prepare, the time it takes to figure out what you're doing, it's annoying, (laughs) but um, it's all in good fun. Yeah, I think for me at first it was really hard because I kind of saw like, oh, I guess I'll be eating a lot of salad now, but honestly, I do not really eat that much salad. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like people are always like, wow, you must be very healthy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but I think what helped me for sure is I really liked it because I was able to, honestly, I did a lot of YouTube research where I kind of followed some different people who shared like vegetarian, vegan, more plant-based recipes that are easy and on the go. And honestly, those have become my favorite and they've also helped me become more like 
self-independent because now I basically make all of my meals for the mm -hmm. most part and I've kind of learned how to nourish myself better. I've definitely learned a lot more about my nutrition and how to make sure I'm getting a well-balanced diet and getting in all my vitamins and everything like that by kind of pushing my diet because it's definitely caught inflicted that on upon me which I really like because um, I've learned a lot and I've also found and it's also even though I'm not good at it unlike Kiara I'm not such a great cook or baker I still enjoy like experimenting because I think it's pretty fun and a good stress reliever but yeah <laughs> I mean as long as you keep learning anyone can be great at cooking yeah, anyone can cook. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Ratatouille? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ratatouille who? Kiara's uh, Remy. Yeah, <laughs> Kiara's Remy. I'm, oh, I'm the guy who can't cook. Who's that guy? <laughs> you're, I'll be Gusteau. Yeah, you're oh Gusteau. I'm, I'm the redhead. L Linguini? Linguini, Linguini, yeah. <laughs> it, oh my gosh. Tomorrow at school, Kiara's gonna be like holding my hair, <laughs> bringing me in different classes. And I'll be really small because I'll turn into a rat. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. I already am small myself just because of the jeans, but. Yeah, but like during lunch, you'll be sprinkling paprika, <laughs> oregano around the school. Just spraying salt into people's eyes. Yeah, like, like blowing it. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh, that's gonna be awesome. Wow, yeah. Oh yeah, and I actually did make ratatouille. It was good. And it's all, and it's a vegetarian slash vegan meal. I think it's a peasant food, as the, the one in the movie said. But yeah, I think the last thing um, that can kind of be a con is sometimes expenses, but honestly, not that much, unless you're getting a lot of the processed food, um, it doesn't get that expensive. Like if you're just getting natural whole foods, then it's pretty inexpensive and pretty easy to work with. Mm -hmm. um, definitely like a place that I kind of avoid for like food. Like shopping is sprouts. That stuff. That place is so expensive, and that's like, I know that's where a lot of like vegans who do have the money like go there for like meals or like just ingredients or whatever. But that stuff is way too overpriced. So whenever like I don't know if it, it is happening, but like whenever they do happen or whenever you are able to come across one, go to a local a, a local farmers market. It's relaxing to be around people like who are just interested in like the same like like fresh local produce as you. And um, I mean, the food's fresh, so it tastes good. <laughs> Support your local farmers too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the juicy stuff. Ooh. What we've all been waiting for. <laughs> food and recipe recommendations. Cute French music. For someone like me who really, really likes to bake, um, and people who just know like baking in general, like there's always an egg. Like no matter the amount of eggs, no matter how you use the eggs, there's always an egg. And um, because of that, like it made it hard for me to make to make desserts and also like eat it whenever I want to. Um, so there's this thing called a flax egg, which is a three to one ratio of um, flax meal or flax seeds and um, water and just um, 
letting it sit out for 15 minutes and um, to allow the mixture to thicken. So it literally is just like a seed and water mixture, but like make sure you, you use flax seeds because those are like, it just creates like a, a much more smoother texture that and like it just bonds everything together like just like an egg. And um, if you actually want to eat the egg like as like how you do with like an omelette or like a sunny side of meal. Well, you can't really do it sunny side up with this method, but um, there's actually a couple ways to go about it. So um, there's this brand called the Just Egg, which is a liquid or which is like a kind of um, liquid mixture that really resembles a scrambled egg. And so when you put it into a scrambled egg and um, or acts like a scrambled egg when it like when you beat the egg white and egg yolk together. And um, also with this just like you can put it in like savory dishes like fried rice. Um, but um, just to know that um, the, like, I never tried the just egg. I just done like a lot of research and I just read a lot about it. Um, it's not something that you could easily find in stores and it also is kind of expensive. So there's also such thing as the tofu scramble as I mentioned before. Um, tofu is very very bland. So this is a great way if you want to like taste an egg using um, tofu. Um, so it's just basically taking a firm block of tofu, mashing it up and adding seasonings like turmeric or like nutritional yeast for color and a little bit of taste and, um, black salt, um, which is, um, mainly like black salt has a different taste. It, um, it gives it more of like that eggy kind of taste. Um, but if you don't have black salt, um, regular salt works just, um, perfectly fine and, you know. Add in whatever seasonings you like to that. So it's, it's a very um, versatile recipe for eggs. Um, but yeah, that's like what I have to say about eggs. Um, you guys have any other things that you, um, or any other um, dishes that you guys think that, or that you enjoy that aren't vegan? I probably have tried those before, but yeah. Yeah, I, oh, one thing, one that I really love to make, especially, I don't know why I don't make it as much, but like uh, banana pancakes. Mm, yeah. um those are so good uh you, and it's such an easy it's a lot it's one of those recipes that's a lot healthier a lot easier to make than normal pancakes because all you really need is a banana and then you can uh i think you put like flour like i usually use oat flour i blend up some oats some banana and then some other ingredients that i forgot but you can probably look it up on YouTube or the internet and you'll find it very easy. It's so easy to make and it tastes so good because it kind of has like that banana taste to it. It tastes like pancakes, but with like a banana spice. I don't know, but I really like the banana pancakes. Another, just some simple meals I want to put out there is just oatmeal. Also, um, smoothie bowls are a great quick way because for me, I like to make really quick meals. Um, I like to just put some dragon fruit, some coconut, some mango. Um, also put a banana, and that really helps with making it creamy. And it gets so creamy. And then, oh, yeah. And so make sure it's all frozen, though. And then you just blend it with some oat, a tad bit of oat milk. You got a creamy bowl. It could also, it kind of, and it's naturally sweet, too. You don't need to put any sugar. And so, in a sense, it can also be kind of a dessert, too, mm -hmm. except it's a lot healthier. And then sometimes I put, like, cereal on top of it, or I put some um, oats on top of it, and put some peanut butter, and um, 
You can also blend in some frozen vegetables too if you want to get your veggies in too. But I tend to not do that. I need to get my vegetables in more, but I don't. Sorry. But yeah, and it's so it tastes so good and it's really easy. Um, another thing is like the veggie burger, pretty easy. You can probably find an easy recipe for that one. And especially if you are like craving like a burger or something. And yeah, it tastes pretty. And I think something that a lot of people think is that having changing your diet to be more plant-based can be restrictive, but it really doesn't have to be. I've definitely learned how to adapt. And honestly, I don't really even notice. Um, I think another great like natural meat replacer can sometimes be like jackfruit. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially when you uh, cook it, cook it, I guess, and put seasoning. It tastes so good. So I think definitely with seasoning, that's so key in um, making anything. Um, and yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, no, no. You go, go. Oh, like, um, also touching on the topic of meat, um, I actually wanted to bring this up, uh, I kind of hinted at at the very beginning, um, this recipe is called, um, pulled pork, uh, it's, it's like a pulled pork, but it's made out of the, it's made out of banana, so not the meat of the banana, you can easily just, like, save that banana, put it in the freezer, and use it for a smoothie bowl, so you already have that meat out of the way, but with the peels, you can easily, like, not easily um i've turned it into um or like just wash the peels like really well um so then they're all clean and you take a fork and then you scratch at the peels so then it kind of looks like pulled pork meat and then just like adding a bunch of seasoning like mainly soy sauce ketchup um and like um, sriracha, those are like your sauces. Like sriracha is mainly to make it spicy. And then adding like seasoning like basil, um, oregano, and um, salt, pepper, and just a bunch of other stuff that I found in that I found in my pantry. Put that in a frying, stir it up, and it tastes exactly like an Asian um, meal that has meat in it. And it, like when I like tried it for the first time when I was making it, my mom was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm." I'm making some pulled pork out of banana. She was like, "That isn't that dirty?" I was like, "No, no, trust me, trust me." This, I, I was like, "Just trust the process, mom." And then like, um, I had to try it. She was like, "That literally tastes like meat." And I was like, "All the power to the seasoning." It's and like, it's it was like such an amazing recipe for me to make because I didn't waste anything. I didn't waste the peels. I didn't waste the meat of the banana, and like. Yeah, like, that was just, like, and, like while the process is really complicated and, like, the, the flavor is really, really hard to get down, um, it's so worth it because um, you literally did not create any food waste with that meal, like, with that meal. And, like, literally, one, like, using, like, a one medium-sized banana creates, like, like from the peels, creates enough, like, quote-unquote meat for just one person. So then, like, you get to eat it all by yourself. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, a perfect sizing, and, like, it's so awesome. (laughs) There's no food waste involved, and I loved it so much. Trying to, I guess, veganize it, vegetarianize it, pescatarianize it, I don't know. But, yeah, basically, because it's kind of fun to, like, try to attempt to make it just, and it's pretty simple, because all you really have to do is just add some, um, 
just add some ingredient like replacers and you still can eat those foods and also a lot of foods uh, out there that are pretty just normal uh, normal uh, staples for me at least yeah for sure um, so I like, just to um, give a shout out to some um, vegan um, chefs that I actually follow on Instagram um, from the top of my head my my for some reason my internet's not working on my phone but um two chefs that i can think of or his um instagram username is um chez um c-h-e-z dot um george i think um i think um george might be spelled with like a j or something yeah it, uh, so just imagine just george but like without the e and and said it's a sort of a like he's he's a vegan asian chef so if you're really into like asian recipes um he definitely has a lot and another one that i haven't like i haven't really tried out her recipes that much uh, like i i did follow um her um i think it was um tofu katsu um like a chicken katsu like the one i mentioned before when i was traumatized by really really raw chicken by that really really raw meat um I think their name is like Food Takes Flight on Instagram. Her name's called The Korean Vegan. And oh my she, gosh, I love her. Yeah, I love, cause she also gives like very heartwarming stories as well with her uh, food as well. And she makes a lot of like stir fry, um, <clears throat> stir fry kimchi fried rice. And also, uh, yeah, she makes a lot of good recipes. And they are also, what I like about them is I noticed that they're also very filling. Like, cause I don't like the stereotype of it being restrictive. They're very like, fill all of her recipes are very filling and look uh, very like well, well balanced as well. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, she's also someone I recommend checking out cause I really like her recipe. I love her stories that like, I, I, feel, I feel so comforted by her. I feel like she's like my mom. <laughs> I know. Oh, like, she'd be a mom to me. Yeah. And then I think we're gonna move on to what are some section number six, which is talking about the kind of like stereotypes and just some mixed misconceptions that people may think about like a plant-based lifestyle. I think one is like it does being vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, or what's the thing where you d just eat chicken? I forgot what it's called. Doesn't mean you're healthier um, because you also have to make sure you're doing your research to ensure you're genuinely consuming food that nourishes your body. Um, same goes for like if you're eating meat, you don't want to eat hamburgers all the time or cheeseburgers all the time. Being vegetarian or plant-based isn't for everyone because different people have different health. And so sometimes when you take away meat, it can hinder a lot of people's health. But sometimes I've heard a lot of stories where it bolsters their health. Uh, so it just is about what works for you. I absolutely hate vegans who really want, who just force it on you and just discriminate you for um, not being vegan. Cause like, as like you mentioned Gianna earlier, like people like everyone's health is different. Everyone's body reacts differently to different foods. And some people really need that, like really need like that kind of like just um, animal meat to like you know <laughs> like um, survive, stay alive, and like that just like helps them like with whatever like what whatever health issues or what whatever medical stuff that's going on for them, and so I just absolutely hate whenever um, like like whenever vegans give a bad rap to people who just genuinely want to do their own stuff, and they're just like, oh you're not eat oh you're eating meat ew disgusting oh you're not 
using you're not using a metal a metal straw. Oh, disgusting! Because that just seems so inconsiderate to like yeah. like like to not only people's health but also people's financial standpoint as well. Because some people don't like, and like a big reason why a lot of people really resort to fast food is because it's so cheap and not everybody has all the money to like actually go like t- time and money to go out and buy and cook their own meals and like um yeah i just absolutely hate when people do that um, whenever like vegans do that so if you are a vegan or if you're planning to go on it do it for your own reason don't do it be just because like you know we're like telling you that like benefits and just like stories of it just do it for like just consider it for yourself and if that's what you want to do go ahead but do not discriminate people for not doing the same as you because <laughs> it really is just a personal choice honestly yeah and i think bouncing off of that i don't like the idea of your diet being your personality <laughs> like maybe yeah, it's just sure. me but like i do not want people to see me as like oh she's pescatarian like that's just what i eat because yes. I think, and it doesn't even, and I don't really care if people, if someone around me is eating meat, it shouldn't matter because, I mean, everyone's different. I don't like the idea of it being super strict, like there's no uh, area area for slip-ups because everyone's different. And I think that the fact that you're just trying, or even if you're trying in a different way, maybe you're not uh, striving to, uh, like do stuff through your diet because that's not possible for you but maybe you want to do other stuff or maybe you're you don't want to like it's all about choice i think um that's an important emphasis uh with your food is it's about choice like what do you what do you want so because ultimately um you have to be happy with it uh for me it's because i'm driven to want to eat more plant-based and everyone's human so everyone makes mistakes and so it shouldn't be frowned upon yeah and also i guess i guess a steer like another thing like to say that like a kind of a misconception is that being fully vegan takes a lot of time like for me i get sometimes i get really lazy to make my own kind of like say for example like ice cream I get really lazy sometimes and I just end up eating a bunch of like that is a bunch of like ice cream that is not like plant-based and like sometimes I'm like oh shoot well I already ate it oh well I, I, I felt good in the moment yeah that's uh, like it, it just like I know I can work better towards it and like um it just honestly takes time and like even some vegans that might have been doing it for like years they're not perfect no one's gonna be perfect for like a long time and i'm pretty sure like yeah i mean like when you do slip up on a vegan diet i actually kind of congratulate because you're listening to your cravings and like that's like something your body too yeah like that's definitely something to say about like just like overall body stuff just like if you're craving something listen to it don't ignore it don't push it down i mean unless if it's going to medically affect you a lot but um and I think that's going to lead us to um, our last section, which are just for anyone who wants to shift to a plant-based diet or is just like actually fascinated about it, like wondering like, oh, this is interesting. What are like some tips or some messages you want to put out there? A tip if you got, if you are interested in trying a vegan diet, um, definitely don't jump into it immediately. Um, also, um, you so yeah, do your research, but also... If you think like if you're if you not if you don't feel that creative about um a, like some vegan foods, just try to search on like Insta like on your social on social platform all that fun stuff because um that's 
where I found like my love for like the fun and food was just all like finding people who do like who have been doing this kind of stuff for years and just seeing them just have fun with their food that just um, really inspired me to try to do that as well and um, especially with Asian, especially with like Asian flavors, I love that kind of stuff. And just seeing people turn that um, Korean barbecue piece of meat, but it really is a mushroom. Like that's just so like pieces of inspiration that really um, pique, pique your interest in a sense. Yeah, I love Mabel's uh, fo- profile picture. Yeah, that's my. I, I'm not vegan or anything, so I just have a flower baby to make up for it. <laughs> we stand the flower baby. We stand the flower baby. Yeah, but I mean, no one is. The entire world doesn't have to be vegan. The entire world doesn't have to be vegetarian. I think what uh, if you you're trying to be more eco friendly, like, and you're like, I want to be more eco friendly in my diet. I think a good way to start is just having one meatless meal, like a week or even like a day. Like having for lunch every day. I don't. I have a vegetarian meal or something or plant-based meal. Or you could say, uh, I am going to waste less food. You can really um, help the environment in many ways. It's not just becoming vegan too, if that's not possible for you. It could be like wasting less food. For, uh, there's actually something I want to mention. I believe there's this startup called Copia, which basically it's like Uber Eats, except it takes food, perfectly good food that you have to people who need it, local shelters. Just be thought mindful. You don't have to completely like completely change your lifestyle if that's not possible for you, but you could just be more mindful. Mm-hmm, for sure. And also food freedom. Like remember that as well. Um, that also just relates to body positivity as well because sometimes um people will often go on vegan diets because um they think that's gonna immediately solve all their like issues you know for say for example like their like their their um body image i I guess but like i want people to just understand that no like one number one no going completely vegan will not fix everything for you it's not like being vegan isn't a miracle yes kiara that's yeah oh my god amen (laughs) amen yeah i think that's such a great point just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and make sure you're doing because you feel passionate for it and that it's something that you can like sustain sustain and feel good about it because you don't want to feel miserable in your diet because that's an awful feeling when we're going to end this podcast here thank you so much for listening to this ego talk podcast check out our instagram at ncsms ego club thank you so much for tuning in oh it was a ratatouille quote that we could say someone search it up (laughs) um anyone can cook exactly and that's on what period period (laughs) and that's on rats